Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast, Healing the Broken Marriage. We are your hosts. I'm Alicia. And I'm Ryan. And we just welcome each and every one of you to our podcast. We hope that if you are new here, that you will just really enjoy the content that we're bringing to you. And also, if you're a returning listener, then I am. we're just like super excited to have each and every one of you back tuning in with us each week. So before we dive into today's topic, I want to encourage you guys to go check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. This website was really kind of tailored around my book, Making Beauty with the Ashes, How God Saved My Marriage. So if you have not got that, you should really go get that resource. I think it would be super helpful for anyone who's really walking through or has walked through a hard thing in their marriage. And also, um, I think it's even a great dating tool of what not to do. (laughs) Don't you think so? Right? Totally kidding about that. But anyways, um, so hopping into today's episode, I think that what we're going to talk about is a topic of you can start again. And so as we were kind of talking about this beforehand, we were kind of going back and forth about some different things that we're going to be talking to you today about. But so Brian, when you think about that, when you think about you can start again or just restarting something like what, where does your brain take you when you hear those words? Well, goodness, that's a big question. I mean, for me, it's like, wow, that's, that's a big question. It can be so many things in life. Like for me, I've like, cause I've started over before, you know, which is like business stuff and life in general. I mean, we've started over in marriage, not other people, but you know, with our own marriage, we've, we've, that's definitely a perfect example of starting over. You know, we were at the end of our ropes and both had filed for divorce and we started over and that, that alone entailed so many things because that was, over, that was starting over a, a lifestyle change and our relationship with each other and relationship with our children. Um, even our home, we, we moved to a different home. So it was just like we had hit, like hit the reset button and yeah, life changed drastically for the better. But I mean, you can you can start over with anything in life, even your health. I mean, there's so many things in life that you can hit restart and start over to better yourself. Yeah, I think that um, as you were talking, I was just thinking about like all of these different things where you can start again. And I think that we get in our minds, we get stuck in this place of like, Oh, you know, I've lived so much of my life. Say you've been, I don't know, maybe you've been an, a, an alcoholic, an angry alcoholic, in, you know, your marriage, your relationships, and that's just kind of what you're known for, but you don't want to be known for that. You don't want to have, you know, people know you that way. You don't want to know yourself this way. Did you know you can start again? I mean, I think people think so much in their head that, This is how it has always been. This is how it will continue. Even if you don't like the way it is, 
just changing or doing something different seems so big and daunting that you don't even want to try. But even like you were saying, even with your health, you know, say you go into, um, you're somebody who, I don't know, maybe, maybe your weight is the, is the contributing factor to some of your health issues. And, but did you know that you can actually, as you change your diet, as you change and you start to exercise and, and all of these things, you can start undoing some of these diagnoses. And so I don't know necessarily if it's like a reset because it's kind of resetting you back to where you started, but it's like a start new, like you can change from this point on. And so even what you're saying, like, you know, since our podcast is primarily about relationship and marriage and even people that are dating, um, you know, going into marriage, I think that like for us, for instance, like what you're saying, we had, you know, so many years of just bad marriage, <laughs> bad marriage that thinking, can this be different seemed impossible, but it did. And it took us taking those steps to make things different. Yeah. And it don't matter. Like you said a little bit ago about no matter how old you are, that's, that's one thing. That's a misconception because I've even heard people say, well, I'm this old or I'm that old and I can't change or it's not that they can't change. I think it's a misconception of like, I've been doing things so long this way. What's the point now? And, you know, even if you've been an alcoholic for all your life and you're 60 years old or 65 and you feel like you're past that point of like, what's the, what's the point now? I mean, that there's, there's so much power in that to be able to change and to start living differently. And not only that, it like creates a story for yourself. Now like you said, like so many times people are like, well, that's all they know me as is. So it doesn't really matter if I change, you know, I could see if I changed when I was 30 years old after drinking for several years, you know, and then people would realize I changed, but I'm 60 now. So what's the point of even changing? Because it don't matter, but still, even at that people see you differently. You know, they, they'll, they'll see that you struggled with this through life and that you overcame it. And that becomes a story or your story to help others overcome things. And it could be possibly the thing that motivates a certain individual that's around you for them to be able to overcome that same thing that you're going. And it could be anything. It could be, it could be alcoholism. It could be drugs. It could be smoking. It could be anything. So it don't matter. It don't matter if you're 20 years old, or if you're 70 years old. If you want to change for the better, there's so much power in that. And no matter whatever age, not only for yourself, but for others around you. Yeah, I agree. Like one thing that we've talked about in just past podcasts is that how we truly are not stuck unless we believe we're stuck and we stay in that place. Then are we stuck? But we're even then we're not really stuck because we always have free will to get up and to move out of a situation. And so whenever we say you can start again, like I'm even going to talk to the people who maybe they're in that place where they, their marriage has ended, you know, the divorce has been filed, they're going separate ways. And I think sometimes people that, you know, because this is, divorce is a hard, hard, hard thing. 
And divorce is not necessarily God's plan for us, although I do believe that sometimes it is necessary, you know, different situations that we're in or whatever, um, divorce does have to be the final step, you know, in order to, to, um, get you out of that situation or to get you safe again. So that sometimes that is the option that you have to take. But we're not saying, you know, like on this podcast, you can start again. Like if you're in a marriage and you're like, eh, we're not really getting along. Let me just start again, you know, with somebody new. Usually what ends up happening is if you just kind of pick up and move and you start something new with someone else and there really wasn't grounds for divorce, you know, you just kind of, uh, we're fighting a lot. We're not, we're not getting along or whatever the situation is. And you don't really seek out help. You don't seek counseling. You don't seek out any sort of reconciliation. You just kind of like, we don't get along. We're going to part ways, whatever. Then the issue that you had in that marriage that you ended, you take with you. And so it's not really a restart again. That's kind of like, do over with a new person. You're just kind of creating the same scenario over and over and over again. What we're talking about is like, if you, you know, exhausted all, everything that you could do in reconciling that marriage and it could not be saved, that you can start again. And you're not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience and taking the tools that you learned because, you know, guys, we're not fans of divorce we have been in that place where I have filed, Brian has filed. I'm so thankful that God chose, he was like, no, that's not your story. We are not fans of divorce at all because we know how just, it, it's like a death. It's like a death of, of something, but they're not dead. <laughs> it's like you're grieving something, grieving a loss of something, except it, it, it's still there present right in front of you. And so it's like an ever present grief until you can get healed from that. And so I even heard um, divorce characterized as this one time. And I thought it was so fascinating was that, and Brian, you'll probably know this way more than I will, because I'm just going off of what I heard is that when you have two boards and you glue them together with wood glue, that it is almost impossible to remove those two boards without taking a piece of one board with it or vice versa or probably both like both boards will have a piece of the other board with it when you try to pull them apart and they were ca ca characterizing divorce in this way about how you literally when that is made that you take a piece of that person with you it's like it's never just a clean, and I think sometimes it can be, you can do that and it can be amicable or whatever, but there there is a piece that goes with you of that other person that you carry with you. And um, the reason that we're talking about this though is that if you're in that place and you still have, you know, the sting of divorce or whatever, you can start again. You can start afresh. You can start from experience in all the tools that you've learned because I'm hoping if you're somebody who's in that place and you have walked through divorce that you've sought out counseling that you've sought out inner healing and then maybe maybe even deliverance is like needed to be had as well because it's painful 
it's excruciatingly painful and to go it alone and not have those tools in your tool belt almost is not wise to be honest but get your heart healed up get your soul healed up you know when you are doing that reset like brian was talking about or restarting again come at the world with a healed whole version of yourself and then you can start again start again with fresh eyes start again with your eyes wide open not with all this baggage not with a backpack full of you know your issues from the past because like we've said we've got that healed up we've got that taken care of you know we didn't jump into a relationship too quick you get all that taken care of get your soul healed get your heart healed and then move forward then start again and so i really hope this is helping someone out there that maybe is in that place right now yeah you're you're talking about the two boards i mean that's 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 very very true like even when we do construction you know like once you glue those two boards together there's no breaking them apart without and there's a thing too is like when you pull those apart it causes damage not only does it cause damage to the one board it causes damage to the other board so you know when there's separation like that there's damage caused in both people and not only that is like you said there's a piece of each person goes with the other person you know because they have been joined and you know it's just kind of to to hit on what you said about um, you know, if you've exhausted all things, you know, and, and, and you end up in divorce, but like, like one thing I really want to stress is like exhausting all things is like, we tend to, as people, even me and you both have done this and we're still learning not to do this is to like, to look at the other person and you might be somebody like, well, we tried everything. And then the truth is like, you've tried to get that person to change, or you've tried to get them to make to be who you want them to be. So we got to make sure that if we've exhausted everything that us personally, like us looking at us inside that we've exhausted everything ourselves, like we've tried not to change that person and even to look at the other person, because we both know that you can't change somebody and you can't work on the other person. You have to work on yourself. And so many times in a relationship, we want to change the other person and we want to try to, help them to change to make them what we want them to be but we have to really like look inside ourselves and try to change what's inside of us and our issues and let that other person worry about themselves and their issues and once both of you is exhausted that and you can't make it work which i have i have like a lot of faith in if both sides really look deep in them themselves and they're working on themselves you're probably not going to end up in divorce it's a really good chance you're not because so many times it's like we say, Oh, we tried or we tried. And it was basically what it was is we was trying to change the other person. So then they get divorced and they're like, we're going to go find somebody else and I'm going to have a happy life. And then next thing they know they're back in the same life they had with the other person and they can't figure it out. They're like, I've been through three wives and what's wrong. Like can't make it work. And the problem ain't the three wives. Sometimes it's that person. Right. So, you know, it's just, that's where I said, just, we have to examine ourselves and we have to look inside ourselves and change ourselves and not worry about changing the other person. That's their job and God's job to work on them. And like I said, I think if people would do that, the divorce rates would go way, way down. 
Yeah, I really, really like that you said that because that's so true. And I'm just like, how many times are we like, oh, we've done everything we can do. Basically, like you're saying, I've done everything I can do to try to change them into who I want them to be. And I I agree with that because um, I think that if we, if two, if the two people in a relationship and marriage, if they are both heading towards, okay, I want to be a better person. And the other ones, I want to be a better person the divorce rate is going to go down because you're not focusing on the other person. You're focusing on yourself. And that means you're bringing a better version of yourself into the relationship and vice versa. The other one is as well. And so I really, really love that you bring that up because that really ties into what we're talking about is you can start again. So in relationship, in marriage, like for us, for example, Brian hit on that a little bit at the beginning is that our marriage was not good at the beginning. Not good. <laughs> not good. And so we we had to deliberately decide. I don't want to re- repeat history. I mean, we had looked at, I don't, oh my gosh, 12, 12 plus years of just broken marriage, broken issues, lots of infidelity, just lots of, lots of yuck. And we had to deliberately say, we're not doing that again. We're not repeating history. We're going to start anew. And that's really how we look at our relationship. Don't you agree? It's like, we look at it as we had a do-over. We had a restart. Don't you think it's like, I mean, that's how it feels to me. Yeah, it was a restart. I mean, it was like a hundred percent restart, but not in the beginning of the restart, but more toward not the middle of the restart, but more toward the end of the restart, we started realizing like we have to work on ourselves. Like I can't change you. You can't change me. And that's where it gets tough because if the other person isn't willing to look at themselves and try to change themselves, then it is tough. But if both are in agreement that I'm going to worry about myself and changing me, then that's where you really start seeing change happening in your relationship and your marriage. Well, and even like what you were saying, you know, at the beginning when we decided we're not going to repeat history anymore, well, you know, everything didn't fall away in like a, a month or a year, but we had to every day, every month, every year continue with what we had agreed that this is not going to repeat, not on our watch, not again. And just like weight loss, when you decide, I'm going to get this weight off. Well, it doesn't fall off the moment you decide you want to get the weight off. It's with continued, consistent choices that you make. So it's not instantaneous. Although I think a lot of people out there would be like, I wish it could be <laughs> when it comes to weight loss. But it's not because in order to lose weight, you have to change your lifestyle. And it takes work and it takes effort. Well, it's the same in your relationships. If you want to change your relationship, if you're looking at it today and you're like, I do not like our, I just don't like how we communicate. I don't like how we do conflict. Whatever it is, fill in the blank there. Well, guess what? Change it. And the way you change it is you start with yourself. You don't start 
working on the other per- person. You don't start working overtime on the other person trying to get them to change how they do conflict. You change how you do conflict and not by avoiding, not by avoiding. I, I would just want to throw that in there. You don't do conflict by avoiding conflict. You do conflict by facing it. And, you know, just today we were reading in the Bible. Me and Brian have this practice of every morning we get up together and Brian reads a chapter of the Bible to us. And as we were reading, I think what I think we're in James, first James. And in what we were reading, it was saying, listen, then speak and be slow to anger. And as Brian was reading this, it's like, I was just like, that is such wisdom from the Holy Spirit. I mean, if we can apply that, those three things right there in everything we do, first listen, be slow to speak, and slow to become angry, you're going to have a much different outcome in every situation that you do. And so I just... As we were talking about that, I was like, that is, that's what we need to follow is those steps right there. Slow down. You know, don't look at the person all the time is, how can I change you? <laughs> how can you do things differently? Versus how can I change myself? How can I be different in this situation? You know, if you have a pattern, you know, a lot of times we can have patterns, I know like me and Brian, for years, we had patterns on how we did conflict. And in order to break that pattern, it's hard. But it takes a an intentionality to see it for what it is. You know, it's like the elephant in the room that nobody wants to talk about or look at. And you're like, okay, we're going to have to talk about this. There is an elephant in this room. <laughs> but that's kind of how, what it's like is... Even if you have, you're someone and you want to start again, you want to, even with God, we were even talking about this today, that even in your relationship with God, if you, if you're like, I don't like how my relationship with God has been, you can start over today. The only thing that's stopping you is you. If you don't like your health, if you don't like how things are going in your health, do something to change it. If you don't like your relationship, how things are going, do something to change it. You're not a tree. You're not stuck. You can move. So we just really hope that you guys have enjoyed this podcast and that you've really just taken something from this because I'm just, I know Brian is as well, but we're just really passionate about handing you guys your power back. I think for years and years and years, I felt powerless until I realized that that was a lie of the enemy, that I actually do have power and it's, and it's in my control. I was just giving it away. I, I was giving my power away that there were things I could fully change. I just had to be a participant with God. God was like, you know, hey, sis, let's work on this attitude. Or, hey, sis, let's work on the way that 
you you want to be a victim all the time. Let's work on this together. And I didn't realize that I just had to say, okay, I partner with you, God. I want to partner with you to make this change. And I think once you realize this and then you partner with God, then do things really begin to shift and change in your life and you start to see things turn around. It's usually not overnight. It usually is a process and it's because God wants to teach you things along the way in the process. So we just really hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast. Please like, share, rate, review, check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. Until next time, we we bless bless you. you.